Welcome to another episode of Bear Asperger's. Hello. Yeah. Why are you why are you going for like a posh voice today? Because I am posh. What? No, I'm not. No. 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 So what is going on? Um not much going on with me really. Uh that's a lie. You've got this job bit. Yes. So that's good for you? Yeah, but I'm nervous because I don't know. Because <laughs> it's a huge change and there's loads of thoughts going through my head. So we'll see. Cause so you'd rather not talk about it right now? No, it's not that I don't want to talk about it. It's just that, yeah, so I've been sort of offered another job it just depends if I want to go for it because it's just all the change that's worrying me I've got all these worries like what if I because it's completely different to what we do now what if I start doing it and I can't get the hang of it or I'm not good at it um yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean, like, especially if there's, like, a probation period. I suppose you're already in a job that you've passed probation period and you're in. So I guess to give that up on a chance or something else. I think it's... Obviously, a lot of people just do it. Um, but I guess I'm not, and I know you're not, and I imagine there's loads of people on the spectrum that aren't good with uncertainty. Yeah, it's weird as well because I've spoken to, I've not spoken to that many people about it, I've spoken to my parents and my sister, like, separately about it. Mm. And in my head, like, this is a huge deal. So I said it, expecting them to say, oh my god, what do you think you're going to do, is it? But when I spoke to both of them, there wasn't really a big reaction. It was just a, yeah, good, you should go for it. Yeah, definitely, that sounds good. I think everyone you've asked, uh, told has said that. Yeah, but uh, not, it's not so much the saying I should go for it that surprised me, more just the fact that they don't seem to think it's like a, a big deal. In my head, it's huge. But to them, they're just sort of, I guess, because they don't have the same fear of change. It's not that they've acted like it's nothing. It's just, I don't know. (laughs) I think I was expecting more of a, wow, that's a big, a big change. And I didn't get that. So, yeah, but that's what's going on with me. Just, uh, I will keep you posted. If I do change jobs, I think I'll definitely talk about it and, what it's like because it's a big decision because there's a whole thing in my head of it's a huge change don't do it I'm losing the security but then I think if I just do it then it's done (laughs) so then I can't I can't backtrack it's just done and it will probably end up being for the best is what's in my head but uh, it's just difficult isn't it the idea of it is so scary Hmm, well, yeah, if you change, if you did change, like, I think initially it would be difficult, but, um, you know, once you've done it a bit longer, once you're settled, 
uh, I think you'll be fine. Yeah. It's just that, it's just that start of like not knowing what it is, what you'll be doing, who's there, you know. Yeah, exactly. Once you're past that, you're fine. Yeah. So yeah. It's what just... about you? What's going on with you? Nothing. 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 Oh. Nothing's going on since the last record of the podcast. I sat in a chair and stayed perfectly still until now. Well, you've been at work. Oh, no, I didn't go to work. Oh. I've done nothing. Right, okay. (laughs) I've not done anything for a week. No movement. (laughs) Um, Yeah, nothing new with me at all. Uh, Same. Uh, Just trying to power through December like I normally do every year. Yeah, it's painful, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Is it for you? Um, work-wise, yeah. And yeah. Uh, not just work-wise, sort of life-wise. I mean, that's what our topic is anyway. So this week we're talking about Christmas. Yeah. Um, we were trying to decide on... Well, I was trying to decide on when to do the Christmas episode. I thought I was going to do it closer to Christmas. So, like, next week. Um, possibly, but then I realised that then, like, it's a lot of people seem to be talking about it now. Everybody seems to be wanting to do the Christmas episode. But I guess we've got it out of the way. Um, people can listen to it. You know, they've got more time before actual Christmas to listen to the podcast. Yeah, definitely. If we do it like two days before, then I suppose it's it's not as relevant or helpful. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm not sure. I'm not because like some people have said that they think this episode. We're going to cope mechanisms. I'm not sure we're going to do that because uh, I don't know with me if I use any. Um, but yeah, Christmas is, I think, the one time of year that I don't or can't. Well, I can, but I find controlling my autism in general a lot harder um, during this time of year. I find it difficult to to keep it under control in any way um yeah. but i'm not sure it's I, the same thing happens to me every year every december it's the same every december is when i think um you know this year i'll try and be calmer and more relaxed about it and that'll be fine and i think it's this time last year is the last time i had a meltdown um and yeah it's always it's usually to do with this with christmas and i think i know you like christmas um but I think the main issue with it is, is it does something to, I suppose, the neurotypical world. And it, it does something to, I suppose, NT people that, I don't know, like they, for a start, everywhere you go, there's more people all of a sudden. Um, I know that, like, I know that like, these people aren't just hiding. Yeah. They've like, been in hibernation all year and then December comes and everybody comes out. But it just seems like all the rest of the year, you go out, you do stuff. There are people around, but for some reason it seems like that figure doubles Yeah, like during Christmas. For some reason when you go out around this in the whole month of December, there's twice as many people everywhere, which I don't understand why. I mean, I do understand why. I know that it's because they're buying presents and doing whatever but it's just odd that for some reason that one activity means there's more people everywhere constantly um so that's like one of the main well not one of the main but that is that's like issue one with christmas is there are people everywhere it makes it harder 
for me to go to the shops. Like the other day, I just wanted to go to the supermarket to get stuff for my dinner. But it was full. Like there were just people everywhere. Every checkout had a queue. Every self-service thing was queued up. Um, And it didn't matter what supermarket I went to. There was just loads of people everywhere, um, like just packed out. I think, I can't remember where I was, but I just put everything back. And, well, I say you put everything back. I just dumped my basket and left uh, the other day in a supermarket because I went to the self-service thing and the queue was mental. The queue was so long that it just started merging into queues of um, like the regular checkouts. So that was just like, right, no. Yeah. Uh, I just put my basket down and I just walked out because I just thought I don't. And like I just didn't have lunch that day because, you know, I I just thought it's not worth it. Uh, I'd already been to two other supermarkets. Uh, it was on my lunch break at work. They were both mega packed. So I just thought, right, last one, went in there. And that one was worse than the first two. So I just... Just thought, no, I'll just not eat. And then just left and went back to work. Yeah, I actually did the same sort of thing the other day where I needed to pop out. And I can't remember what I was picking up. I just needed to pick up one thing basically from, oh, yeah, I needed to pick up some cleaning stuff from a store. But I went in there and it was so busy. like The busiest I've ever seen this particular store. And, yeah, I left almost immediately. Like, I found the thing I wanted, went to buy it, looked at all the people around the queue and how noisy it was and just thought, no, I can't do this. And then, yeah, went put my thing back and left. I just couldn't deal with it. So that's definitely a massive con of Christmas is just how busy it is. It's really difficult to... And it seems like there's not a quiet period. Like, when I did this, it was... I think it was like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning and I just thought, oh, if it's like this now, imagine what it's going to be like at a weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Weekends are just a write-off, I think, when I get to any sort of weekend. um, I like during the Christmas. I just think it's not worth going out. Yeah. Get it done in the week. Um, Like, weekends going out is just... It's just, yeah, it's just this... It's the... It's the, like, closeness. Like, everybody's everywhere. Everybody's, like, everybody's in the way. Everybody's, like, banging into each other. Everybody's walking about. Um, you know, like, if you go into a shop and try and look at something, you're at that stage where there's, like, four people all looking at the same thing you're trying to look at, but you're kind of stood behind them. Yeah. Like, waiting for them to get out of the way. Uh, and obviously, like we've said before in previous episodes, that, like, when I go to a supermarket, like, one of my coping mechanisms is I know exactly what I want. And I plan a route so, like, I'm in and I hit each point of the supermarket in the order that it is so I can be out in the quickest amount of time. But when you get to that first item and there's three people stood in front of it and they're all looking at the same thing and you just want to, like, reach through and get it, but I can't just reach through and get it. I can't see through where they are, so I can't see if it's there. I then just think, next item then. Um, And then I get to the next item and I'm trying to, you know, that's fine to get it. But then, like, because my way I was doing everything is thrown out, chances are I'll forget that there was that one thing I didn't get first. I just think, all right, I'll come back in a minute. And then hopefully they're gone and I'll be able to grab it. But nine times out of ten, I'll just hit the other points and then I'm gone. And then it's not till I get home that I'm like, oh, no, I forgot, didn't I? I didn't get the first thing because of those people. Um, 
You know, and like for some reason, music in shops seems to be louder. I know everyone wants to play like Christmas music this time of year. Yeah. So I've noticed that it's more obvious. Like either some shops don't play music at all. Like I swear, supermarkets don't play music. Like I can't remember the last time I was in a supermarket where they were playing music constantly while I was in there. So they definitely just put Christmas music on this time of year, and they don't yeah. have music. So I'm aware of that. So there's that sound playing as well as like obviously loads of people talking loads of people everywhere like i haven't got anything against christmas music i know you like christmas music yeah um but it's just the fact that they've added like a sound element to it as well now um that i just think like oh and it makes me aware that there's music playing obviously most of time i have my headphones in and i don't notice it but like when i'm at work sometimes i forget to grab my headphones when i'm on my lunch break and then yeah and i'm like oh music Music, people everywhere, um, you know, there's people that hand out free samples of stuff. Yeah. They are suddenly everywhere in supermarkets, so they're, like, blocking up aisles and that kind of thing. And, yeah, just the whole thing is, like, it's like a sensory nightmare going out and about this time of year. So, like, that's one of my one of my problems with, with Christmas is just there is too much going on. And I suppose if you're NT, you either love that, and I'm sure there's NT people there, hate it and don't do it but like I think if you're on the spectrum um, it just makes everything a lot harder to go about doing stuff it makes me think about um, you know like supermarkets that do these purple hours or autism hours and that kind of thing Um, I can't imagine they do them this time of year like how would you be able to do that yeah Um, but it just seems like Loads of places know that what's no, what's not suitable for those in the spectrum and what are these places, you know, what what we aren't good for and, like, not able to go to. And it just seems that when it's this time of year, that doesn't matter. Um, you know, like, I, I, I don't think many places do an autism hour in the month of December because I imagine it's too hard. Imagine trying to tell a bunch of people that like are out doing their Christmas food shopping or Christmas shopping when they come into the supermarket and like we're keeping the sound down, the lights down, you know, can everyone like keep it quiet when they're in that like Christmas mode? Yeah. Um so I don't think it I don't think it applies this type of year, which just makes you think if they're willing to do it during the normal like rest of the year, during a time on a Sunday morning when it's that it's quietest and easiest. Like, and even then, that might not make people go into that shop. Imagine what it's like to try and go in one now. Imagine just a lot of people in the spectrum just don't go out uh, during December. Yeah. Um, Which is difficult because, you know, you've still got to. Um, everything's kind of thrown off. Like, even if you're somebody that does your food shop online and buys all your food and everything off, off the internet, you're used to like it being here at a certain time and that kind of thing. I imagine if you do your food shop on the internet, you book slots when you do food yeah. shopping on the internet. I imagine this time of year everybody's doing that or trying to avoid like going into shops and supermarkets and that kind of thing. But the slots I imagine are a lot less and it's a lot harder to get a slot that's suitable for you. And um, if you do ordering off the internet, everything takes longer for it to arrive. So like it even has an impact on that as well. So if you're somebody that order something off the internet and expects it at a certain time to get into routine and it's always been reliable and always got there at a certain time I imagine this time of year it's out again there so you can't really escape it in some way it's gonna 
affect your day-to-day routines in life uh, this time of year for sure I think yeah I think um yeah I think the problem I have at work is just a extension of what I have outside of work of it being really busy because work is obviously we work in retail so this time of year it's just mental yeah just doesn't seem to slow down and yeah that's what it's been like everyone is louder obviously um children are excited for christmas so there's a lot more children in our store but children can run around they can be loud and they can be excited for christmas which i understand it's just it just adds another layer to all of it i find it all really difficult because i also don't as much as I like Christmas, I like it for, I think, maybe slightly different reasons to some NT people, because obviously everyone's got their own opinions, so I can't speak for everyone. But the materialism behind it, I don't really understand. So I find it really difficult when people uh, come in and want to be quite... Uh, they They are quite certain people come in and they're very materialistic and the way they talk about it is well obviously I need the newest thing for Christmas or they're buying it for someone and obviously my child needs the newest thing for Christmas or whatever and I don't really understand that so I can't get on board or be engaged with it and I think they almost expect you to just know what they mean but I don't and I find it really difficult to relate to that and then if they're getting annoyed because for whatever reason we don't have the item they wanted or it's more expensive than they thought it would be things like that I also don't understand that because then I think maybe that's the wrong item then or get something different and it just seems it's just oh, work. I find work really difficult this time of year really really difficult yeah, uh, I mean, retail's not not ideal uh, in general all year round for those on the spectrum. But Christmas, no way. Um, I don't know what it does to people, but it kind of just makes people more aggressive. Like, yes, they get more like the, the they seem more agitated. Uh, you get, I mean, already like this month alone, the amount of rude, angry people I've dealt with for stuff that just is nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, is amazing. Like, it's just, it does, everybody, I suppose, like what I've noticed from neurotypical people, not all of them, but the majority of them, they become more agitated uh, and like more manic this time of year. Um, everything's like got to be a certain way. Everything's got to be perfect. Everything's got to be, I mean, they have to find something for whoever and everything's got to be like just so. And if it's not, um, just, it's just crazy, like how aggressive people become. Yeah. Um, and I don't even mean that, like, obviously, because we work in a shop that we see it more. But I'm talking like out and about, I can see it. Like, even if I'm out and about and in stuff, I can see people just be more like the way they move. Like, they're much faster going in and out of shops, like they're more like grabby with stuff. Um, I have seen them have a go at other people in shops or even have a go with like have a fight or argument with people that are just not working in the shop as well. Yeah. Just because they both wanted the same thing or do you know what I mean? Like one of them's got in the way of somebody. So I feel like it does something to a lot of neurotypical people where they become more agitated. And yeah, especially in a shop, like people go from like zero to 
super angry this time of year, like in no time at all. So there are just people that will come into our store um, and are just angry the second they've walked in and they just start like screaming at you before they've even like really gone into it. Um, and like we get that occasionally throughout the rest of the year, but this time of year, it just seems to be increased. Like I like to joke to everybody um, this time of year, I was just like, how many times do you think I'll get told this year that I've ruined somebody's Christmas through something that's not my fault and nothing that I've done. But, you know, like when you work for a, a store and you're just following company policy, for some reason, a lot of people believe that I'm the one that should be shouted at. I'm the one that should be had a go at and I'm the one that's to blame, even yeah. though all I'm doing is following a policy of a company that they pay me to just that's what I'm supposed to do. I'd never get, I never understood why a lot of people don't see it that way when you work in a shop, that what you're doing is not intentional. I'm not going out of my way to wind anyone up or make anyone angry. It's just I'm doing what I've been told to do by the people that pay me to do it. Uh, and that's it. I just, I'm just following company policy. But the things you get called or like how much swearing and screaming people do at you this time of year is insane. Like, and it's, it just gets worse. So, the start of December, you'll get it like every now and then. And then like just as December slowly moves through, it almost becomes daily that you'll have someone come in and just start screaming at you for something that's not your fault. Um, and it's just a case of the store policy is different to what they assumed it would be. And then for some reason, it's our fault that they made an assumption. Um, and obviously, if you're neurotypical and working in a shop, you can, you're good at... Um, you know, doing that thing where you go, sorry about this. And like, you know, this is just the way it is. And we'll try and do what we can. But when you're on the spectrum and when you're me or you, like yeah. I'm quite rigid and I'm quite like black and white with my thinking. So I know that this person was told like whatever, the store policy when they were buying the item. But I'm also aware of the fact that they weren't listening because they think they already know what returns policies or whatever it is because they've done it once in one shop one time in their life and have just assumed that that's how it is with everybody. And it's not. Um, but I know with some people, I definitely know they were told. But when they come back in again, they're adamant that they definitely weren't told and we're breaking the law and, you know, they're going to go to trading standards. And you, you get that. Yeah. Um, but at Christmas, it seems to be loads of people. Or what's the deal with this price? You can't you sell it cheaper because it's Christmas or... And because, like, I'm on the spectrum, because I'm rigid, you know, like, I can't just say to them, oh, sorry, or that kind of thing. I tend to just be quite blunt uh, yeah. this time of year. There's something about, like, all the people in the shop, the noise, the whatever, that stops me from being able to do my normal, like, neurotypical mask that I'm good at doing and pretending that I'm the same as them and, you like, mimicking the way they are. And, like, from what I've seen other people that are friendly with customers... Like all that goes, it's gone. I can't, I can't do it. Um, so I just tend to just stick to like rigid thinking and like black and white stuff because I feel like if I just have repeated lines, um, it'll help. But then like you're telling someone that's in like this weird Christmas frenzy, that's not store policy. We won't be giving you money back. And you were told this when you bought it. Like people don't like to be told stuff when they're talking to you. And you're on the other side of the counter. They don't like to be told how it is. They expect yeah. you to make exceptions for them. 
you know, and then you just have to start being like, and it's this price because that's what price it is. I can't, I don't make the prices up. Do you know what I mean? Like head office, make the prices up. It's not me. Um, this is what it is, you know, and people are just like, well, I'm going to buy like loads of stuff. So do me a discount. And I'm like, no, no discounts. Um, people just get like really angry with you at that point, but I can't deal with the, I can't deal with the noise, the sound. I can't deal with the main amount of people. I can't deal with people just screaming at me for no reason. Like, cause especially, I suppose if you're, if you're neurotypical, when someone starts screaming at you, you kind of be able to like get in there and just be like, okay, so this person's angry and they're obviously upset about something. I'll try and listen to their screaming um, and try and figure out what it is that's wrong and try and fix it. Whereas when you're on the spectrum and someone comes in and starts talking to you, well, it's talking to you, they come in and start screaming at you. I don't really listen to what they're saying. I just start thinking, like, why are they so loud? Like, what has happened? Like, I don't recognise this person. Like, why are they got to talk at this volume? There's no need to talk to me at this volume. This is too loud for anybody to really understand what's going on. This is too much. And then they finish talking and I realised I haven't listened to anything they're saying because they're not saying it. They're shouting at me. Um, And, you know, I start, I forget where I am. I forget that I'm working in a shop. I forget that people sometimes just think that people in shops are paid to be abused by the public mm. um all that disappears and i just think i'm one person talking to another person because the whole thing's just become really confusing um that i'm not able to lock in my normal like coping mechanisms and routines that i use at work to you know be able to do my job but i tend to say something like and instead of saying sorry about that or sorry about like what's been going on i tend to just go why are you shouting and they're just like, what? And I'm just like, why are you shouting? Why can't you just say what you've just said? Because I'm really annoyed. Yeah, you can say you're really annoyed. or you could, do, But there's no need to scream at me the second you've walked through the door. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just no need for it. And I tend to talk to people like that this time of year, which um, most neurotypical people see the dynamic of they should be able to just scream at me and I have to stay polite and smiley. Um, so if you don't do that, that just seems to make the situation worse but I'm not doing it to make the situation worse I'm doing it because I don't understand what's happening you know like it's already bad enough that like there's too many people around me everybody's making too much noise everybody wants certain things everybody wants everything everybody wants like their Christmas to be perfect so they have to go through these like manic flying about and trying to get so much stressful stuff done in the space of like a month just for one day to be relaxed and calm that like they haven't got time to behave normally I suppose uh but for me they need to otherwise I can't interact with them normally because I have set routines I have set like structures when I talk to people at work and if they don't start those conversations the same way that the other ones normally start it completely throws me off and I have no idea what I'm gonna do or say um you know, yeah. I get a lot of complaints, I think, this time of year. I think a lot of people that get served by me or interact with me this time of year will put in a lot of complaints about me because they feel like my attitude was not appropriate. But it's just because they their behavior is completely alien to me. And I don't understand how someone can start a conversation with a stranger by starting it with a screaming, like, crazy rant, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. I think the 
I think the only, well, not only, but the main other con for me about Christmas is uh, buying presents. It's not the spending money because I don't mind how much money I spend and it's not the, well, it's nothing else really. It's just that I find it really difficult to know what to get people and I find it really stressful and I end up doing a thing where I buy the presents for people and then when I'm wrapping them up, I think, well, this is all rubbish. Like, I haven't got anything good. So then I buy some more presents, I wrap those up, and then again, I think, this is rubbish. And I just have to... I go through this kind of cycle and then I get really upset with myself because I think, why can't I just get a good present for someone? But I just feel like... It makes me feel like I don't know people at all, which isn't true. It's just... I find it really difficult unless I've been given like a clear instruction of I would like this for Christmas coming up with surprises and I love the idea of it I love the idea of being able to get some uh like the idea of being able to get someone something nice that they're going to enjoy but for some reason my brain just doesn't seem to know what the right thing to get someone is and I find it really stressful and that's probably one of my other big cons of Christmas is just the uncertainty over what to get someone and obviously it's making a decision as well and yeah I find it really I I get quite anxious about what presents I've got for people yeah um I suppose it is it is something um I noticed a few things on social media about people saying that that's a problem for them this time of year is just the thinking about what to get someone so not even the not even the the getting and not even the once they've bought it was this the right thing to get are they going to like this anything like that but it's the what to get people and a lot of people on the spectrum have said that they do this thing where they'll sit about trying to think what to get people um, but then realise that it's too hideous a decision to make uh, that they just start thinking about something else. Yeah. And then before they know it, it's been another day and they still haven't bought anything and then they just try and do it again and they just keep repeating that cycle um, to the point where it's like three days before Christmas and they still haven't done it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm the same. I I try and avoid getting anybody anything at Christmas Um and I guess the trick is as I try and avoid seeing people over the Christmas periods because, and it's not because of like I want to save money or I'm stingy or anything like that. It's because I don't like not knowing what to get someone. So for Christmas, for me, people need to tell me what they want um, and not go, I don't care what you get me. Like, whatever you get me, I'll like. Because I just think like, well, that's not true. I could get you something you know, I mean, sometimes I want to buy something that's the complete opposite of anything they would ever like just to see if that's true, you know. Yeah. Go out of my way to buy something I know 100% is not for them uh, just so they were, because you know what I mean? And then, like, if they do pull a face or act in a way that says they don't like it, I'm just like, you said that you'll like anything, so that's why you've got this. And I know it's not true. I know they're just saying that because they're sort of saying, like, no pressure. Like, I'm sure you'll find something great which in itself is pressure because yeah. they're like relying on the fact that they think that I know what I'm looking for and whatever I pick is fine. So for me, people need to just tell me what they want for Christmas. And if you don't tell me what you want for Christmas, then 
I'll either get you something really generic because I did I didn't know what to do, or I get you nothing because I just think like I can't make this decision. It's too like I can't make decisions in general. Yeah. Um, any question or any decision that's too open to interpretation, I avoid. Um, but like everybody just decides that they're you know like it's it's one of those things you've got to do. And I would rather that everybody just said, "Get me this," or "I'll take that," or you know. Uh, and sometimes I've literally done that thing where people have said, oh, get me nothing, I don't care. So I've got them nothing. And it turns out that is not what they meant. Yeah. What they meant was, um, you know, don't make a big fuss, don't spend a lot of money. Like, I don't mind. Uh, I wasn't expecting people to actually mean it, I suppose. See, I've got that problem. Um, I also hate it when people buy me stuff when I wasn't intending to buy them anything. So there's a few people we know um, who I would say are just like associates. They're just somebody I see every now and then. But uh, I think one of them told you that they've got me a Christmas present. And I was super annoyed they'd done it um, because I don't really know them. Uh, I do know them, but like I don't really see them. I wasn't planning on seeing them over the Christmas period. So my intention was to buy them nothing. Yeah. I like to limit who I buy presents for to people that I have to buy presents for because then it's it, I I like doing there's less decisions to make yeah. if I can just narrow it down to just a set amount of people. Um so like the fact that this guy has got me something it's just irritated me more than anything because I just think like well you I wasn't going to get you anything. I don't need to decide this. I barely know you and what you like. So buying you something is going to be hard because I know very little about you, so I don't want to have to try and decide that. And we don't see each other. And it's just, I just think, like, why have you done this? I'm more angry than anything. So, like, it kind of makes me just think, well, I'm going to buy you nothing. And then when you give me my present, I'm just going to be like, thanks. And then leave it at that. And then you'll learn next year to not bother because I didn't bother with you. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it's just added pressure. You've got to find something. You've got to wrap it. And then there's the the whole after you've bought it, thinking about it too much of like, was it should I got this? Was this the thing I should have got? Like you said, like you just start thinking, maybe I should get something else. Yeah. So you buy something else. And then like you get that thing, you get that home, and you're like, Oh, I don't know, maybe I should get some more. Like maybe it's not this either. And I think what you're doing is you're just looking for a feeling from it, yeah. I think. Um, which you're not gonna get. No. So there's no point worrying about it. I think you should just buy somebody the one thing and then mm. leave it at that because you're not going to get a vibe of this is the right thing for me. And all you end up doing is buying either spending too much on someone because you bought too much stuff or you just drive yourself mad. And even after you've given them the present and after they've opened it and after they've told you they loved it, you just think you've got to say that. You can't say to me that you hate it or it was the wrong thing because that's not the etiquette of, like, giving presents. You can't go, this is awful. You shouldn't have bought me this. So, like, um, you just spend your whole time thinking, do they actually like it? Or you compare it to the thing they've got you and the thing they've got you, you liked. So you're just like, oh, my God, they're better at this than me. Yeah. Um, Like, have I just, what have I done wrong? Like, Yeah, that's definitely what I do. How can they do this and look how good they've done? And look what I got them. It's not even slightly the same. Yeah. Like, it's not even slightly as good. Oh, I've completely messed this up. And you just spend all your time, like, obsessing about what you've done. You know, like, you're obsessed 
when you bought it, you were obsessed while it was still wrapped and ready to hand out. Like that's the worst, I suppose, once you've bought it and the decision's been made, but it's still floating about in your house flat, whatever, until you give it to them. So you spend all your time looking at it, thinking like, eh, I don't know if this is right. Uh, and then, yeah, then when you compare it to what they've got you, you just down to, oh, it was wrong. It was definitely wrong. And there's that thing where you're told, you know, by your parents, whoever, that you're just supposed to be polite and it's the thought that counts. So you just assume that everybody hates it, but they've been raised to not say they hate it. So you'll never know whether it was a right yeah. present or not, because people have to be polite when they get presents at Christmas, you know, like when you get like a horrible jumper off your nan you know that old like <laughs> thing people say and it's just like just be nice you know like so you just you have to wear it all day and pretend you really love it but then you just think i hate this uh but you don't say anything like i just assume everybody's doing that you know they've got to be polite because it's christmas but really deep down they're just like this is awful like do they even know me why, why did they pick this you know i think that about everybody i get anything for so, yeah, for me, I, I try and avoid getting anybody anything um, if I can help it. I try and just cut down how many people I see, uh, you know, just because if I can not see them, then they can't give me anything and I don't have to give them anything. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just an added element, you know, like I try and hide anyway because there's too many people everywhere. But then I also don't want to do the whole present deal uh so like i try and avoid people i see more regularly you know yeah just so they can't give me a present no that makes sense i think that's for me like those are the three worst things about christmas um i think i'm sure i could think of more if i wanted to but like if i went on to some good points for me which i don't necessarily think are good points for you but like one thing I really like about Christmas is I really like all the sensory elements to it. So I'm like, a, I really like the lights. And I don't mean like Christmas lights on people's houses as much, but just I really like um, almost like fairy lights, I suppose, or golden lights and things like that. And I really like seeing those everywhere that just sort of puts a smile on my face, especially where we are in Bournemouth. There's a park that they put all these lights up around the trees and it just looks really lovely. And I like being around that. That gives me joy, I suppose. Um, so I like being around that. Um, I also, I do like Christmas songs. I like the, I guess I like the cheerfulness to it. Um, that's something that I enjoy about Christmas. It makes me feel cheerful. Um, and because of the way I am with food, I really like the Christmas day doing like nice food, which doesn't necessarily have to be the traditional foods. I just really like being able to pick, um, like the sort of food I want to eat. Um, and now I live away from home and I have more control over sort of what I do on Christmas Day. I think I've found it a lot nicer since then. Not that I didn't enjoy it at home because, you know, I did. But now I like the fact that I don't really have to see anyone, and that's a really nice thing about Christmas Day for me, is I've got the day off work, I don't have to see anyone, and I like going out for a Christmas Day walk because... 
it's quite quiet, I suppose, for a December day where December's been really busy for the rest of the month. It's just a quiet day. You can go out for a walk, not really see anyone. Um, obviously, all the shops are closed, so everywhere's just not busy. It's like the calm. It's like calm washes over the the area you live in for the day and that's really nice um for me I like the fact that like this year Christmas is just going to be a super relaxing day I'm not going to have to see anyone I'm not going to have to talk to anyone I'm just gonna and I've planned I've planned the whole day um but it's all just super relaxing and it just sounds perfect to me yeah, um, I mean that's the I suppose that's the thing. Like a lot of people, uh, especially NT people, when you do Christmas Day, it's about like being with as many people as possible. So you know you you have your morning with your family, whoever, but then you have to go somewhere. So a lot of people on the spectrum, well, not on the spectrum, a lot of neurotypical people will like either have loads of people come around their house, so like family, uh, you know, friends, that kind of thing, or they'll go to somebody who's doing like a big dinner. Um, and yeah, since I've got older, because I live like away from everybody, I suppose, uh, I can keep my Christmases like really low key. Um, I don't want to do, um, you know, all the stuff, people round and you know, big tables of people sat around eating and, like, party poppers and... Do you know what I mean? All that stuff. I don't want to do all that stuff um, because, yeah, the whole thing is quite stressful uh, and I do just think I just need to get through today and then it'll go back to normal. I mean, obviously it doesn't because then you've got Boxing Day and that period before New Year's Eve where it's still mental. It doesn't really calm down till after New Year's Day, really. Yeah. That's when everything starts to try and return back to the way it was. But, like, yeah, as I've got older, I can limit how many people I see on Christmas Day. I can keep it to just myself, uh, which I don't mind. Or, like, one, two, one or two people, you know? Um, and that's that's good, But because like, I couldn't really used to be able to do that when I was younger. But um, as I've got older, you can sort of decide what you're going to do. But, like, the trouble with that is... If you tell a neurotypical person oh, yeah. <laughs> that you want to spend Christmas or not that you want to, you just sort of, they go, what are you doing for Christmas? And you go, nothing. Uh, I'm going to spend time just on my own all day. And they just sort of go, oh, no, like, that's like the worst thing I've ever heard. Come round. And then you're like, uh, no, no. <laughs> and then it's like, no, come round. We've got loads of food, loads of people in, like loads of this going on. I mean, this is essentially what happened to me last year. Last year, <laughs> I... I was planning on just spending the whole day by myself. Uh, I've never really done it. I've kind of done half days by myself. or No, I actually know I have spent one Christmas by myself and I didn't mind it at all. But last year, that was the plan. Last year, it was I spent Christmas Day on my own and it just didn't happen. You know, there was somebody who was having people around doing food, insisted that I come around and, you know, I had to spend the whole day around there and... Yeah, the second I get around somebody's house for that kind of thing, I just want to leave when I'm there. So, yeah, the day itself is always... Loads of people want to be around each other all the time and everybody wants to be loud and, 
you know, there's going to be loads of stuff going on. So, yeah, I don't. But when you spend the day on your own or with, like, a small group of people, like two other people maybe, uh, and like you said, if you do go out walking about, there's because all the shops are closed, and the shops are the reason that December's so mental and why everybody's everywhere is the shops. There are, like, Santa's Groves and, like, Christmas lights up and that kind of thing, but that's not the reason people are out. People are out because they're buying stuff. So that's why it's people everywhere. But on Christmas Day, everything's closed. So you do notice that when you go out, there's nobody about. And if there is people about, there's only like one or two people. You know, like people have got dogs or um, people that are walking to somebody else's house for dinner. They're the only people you really see moving around. You don't really see anybody else. A lot of people don't leave the house the whole day. Um, so, yeah, going out is is all right because it's the quietest. It's probably the quietest day of the year for people being out and about and around and sounds and that kind of thing so that's nicer um and yeah it's it's one of those things but like i said with this episode i don't think i've got any coping mechanisms for this um at all all i can tell you is that my coping mechanisms disappear this time of year um i find it really hard to control them and i think that is is the two things of there's too many people everywhere and they they've got like this like christmas manicness to them that's impossible to deal with um and so like even though i do need to buy food and i do need to do my shopping and i do need to do normal stuff um i wouldn't tell you a way around it really what i do is i just i just try and get through it so i know i've got to go out I know I've got to go buy stuff. So I tend to just get it done with, you know, I, I, I don't, I know I've got to do it. So I just go, I just go, I go out in it and I have to just keep going out in it um, all year round and try and maintain like my normal routines of doing stuff. But in an environment that's completely like hostile to someone that's on the spectrum, but I just keep going out, you know, I just keep going and do it. Uh, I just think quickly get in, get out. I mean, I'm I'm out less, so I go out less this time of year. So I, you know, I mean, like I did go out a lot before, but like things I would normally do, like sometimes I'm I'll go for a walk around town, or sometimes I'll go somewhere. Like I don't do them. I'm just to the places I need to go, and then straight back to my flat and stay in my flat um, until I have to go out again. Uh, so yeah, I wouldn't say there's. I, I can't think of anything that I would put in place to help with Christmas um if anybody that is on our Facebook page or in our group or that kind of thing can think of anything that they that works for them for Christmas that would be great because like I I don't do anything I just I just know that it's only for a month uh and then after New Year's Day it'll return back to normal and so can I you know yeah yeah no definitely I think of my because I don't really have coping mechanisms either other than to just I guess avoid uh the busy spots as much as you can but I think my probably only coping mechanism other than that for this time of year is um just how excited I get for Christmas and and I feel like doing this episode made me realize that I'm not 100% sure why I get so excited for Christmas because yeah I don't know why you're a Christmas person Um, I don't either because I like now I'm thinking about it it doesn't really bother me like say on Christmas day I did nothing at all Christmassy I wouldn't then wake up on Boxing Day and 
regret it or feel bad about it or sad about it. I wouldn't. So I don't know why there's a part of my brain that gets really excited for Christmas, which I am. Like, I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I'm excited for it this year, really excited because I've planned the day and that makes me happy knowing that I've planned what I'm doing almost to a T, not 100%, but I know it's going to be a relaxing day. Um, I won't have to deal with talking to other people, which makes me really happy. Um, yeah, it's just going to be really nice to not have to deal. It kind of feels like I don't have to deal with like the outside world at all, um, which makes me excited. But yeah, I don't know what it is, but I think the thing that helps me cope is just that I get really excited for it. And I, I do, I get really worked up sometimes, like just so excited that I can't like stand still. I'm not really sure why. I don't know whether it's just because I guess that's what you're taught when you're younger and it's just sort of stuck with me for some bizarre reason. But yeah, I think that's how I cope is just I look forward to the day. But again, I'm not I'm not so sure why. I do really like the presents, but it's not because I like I don't get excited for a big present. I never want anyone to spend any money on me or anything like that. Um, but I do like having little presents that didn't cost a lot, aren't like something that's going to affect my life really, even something that I'm not going to do anything with or really like that much. I just like the element of unwrapping the present and then finding out what's in it, even because it's a surprise. Uh, to me, that's like, it does make me happy. Um, so I think that I look forward to but again like I can't really explain it I'm, yeah I just like I say you, do, you 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 seem to like the whole Christmas thing but there's loads of it you're not a fan of but I don't know I think it's the overall Christmas atmosphere I suppose or I don't know the decorations that kind of thing yeah uh, I have like a weird opposite thing you know like when you put toys toys Christmas presents under trees and stuff yeah i find that too like i get really obsessive thoughts about it because i spend all my time trying to figure out what they are and i know like children do that in general and i know people do that by looking at the shape of stuff or trying to guess what it is and some people can just ignore it but for me uh i spend all my time looking at them like what is that like and i start like trying to convince myself i 100 percent know what it is uh so like i get down like a weird obsessive thought route about presents i just like if i'm not the one that wrapped them and i don't know what's in there i just try and think like what is in that like i just i can't figure it out like there must be something like what is it like look at the shape of it look at the way it's been wrapped what would it be what is this like so i I get like distracted by that a lot i find that that happens sometimes where i'll just be sat doing something like normal or thinking about something and then before you know it I'm looking at them and then it's been like an hour and I'm just still like "Mm, yeah I suppose if you did it like that what if they're one of those people that wrap something in a way to make it look like something else like wonder what they've gone for like I don't know like and it's uh it was worse when I was a kid because when I was a kid I used to like pick them up shake them touch them try and slightly rip the paper so I could see into (laughs) it a little bit um, and it became too obsessive. Like I remember as a child, I used to get up like at four in the morning, like most mornings, and just go down and still try and determine if I knew what they were. 
um, because I needed to know. I think it is, again, like the black and white thinking is that I need to know what's in there. I don't, I'm not one for surprises at all. I don't like the idea of not knowing, um, which is why I know you're the opposite. I know when it comes to like Christmas presents, you like the surprise yeah. of not knowing what's in there. Whereas for me, I need to know. So I tend not to talk about presents around people that much because if the conversation comes up about presents, it makes me think about it. But as a kid, I used to wake up early before everybody else just to go down to the tree and spend more time trying to figure out what was in there. Um, to the point where I was 100% sure I know exactly what's in there now. Like I've done this like three, four days in a row uh, and I know what everything is. And I'm not talking about just the stuff for me. I'm talking about the stuff for everybody um, because I needed to know what it was and I needed to know if the person that was getting it would like it, you know. Mm. Uh, and then I would, uh, yeah, I just, I just need to know. And then when it got to Christmas Day, I was like 100% sure what was in everything. Uh, and then people would open it and it would be something completely different. And I'd just feel like, how, how is this? What? No, I don't believe that that's what happened. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I used to do that. I don't do it anymore, but um, now I'm like, I just don't look at them. But yeah, I used to have that. I used to hate the the, the mystery of it all. It used to drive me mad. I used to become really obsessive about like, what is all this stuff? What have people thought of? And then after they'd been opened and they were all like piled under the tree again, I try and guess or try and remember which one I thought that was based on the way it was wrapped, you know? <laughs> so I'd then try and remember them when they were wrapped and just thinking if that's where they were or that's what they were, you know? <laughs> so I went to like a weirder stage with that. But yeah, uh, I mean, like for me, Christmas is not something that I find... Uh, important or anything like that for me if christmas didn't exist i wouldn't miss it if it went away um i don't feel like the the build-up and the the mentalness of the whole month of december just for one day is worth it you know yeah i feel like people get too crazy this time of year uh and it's it's not worth it just for one day uh i think it's too it's too much it's too much stress uh, and it's too, I mean, it makes me like, I mean, I'm at work at the moment, but usually after December's over, I usually have to have like a week or two weeks off of not doing anything because I just can't deal with it. And obviously like working in retail, like I've got to work Boxing Day and Boxing Day is, is bad. Like people go out Boxing Day. Boxing Day's like I will not go out Boxing Day if I can help it because that's the day everybody because they've all been inside the day before Boxing Day is the day where everybody decides they're gonna go out and then there's just everybody everywhere uh, especially if you work in a shop as well because if there's a return it's because somebody bought something for Christmas Day tried it on Christmas Day and something was wrong with it so they got to bring it back people that bring those items back they're the worst like they're the hardest people to deal with because they yeah it's just oh like i'm, I'm already like a little bit like Eesh. yeah i've got to deal with that uh, and i'm working like boxing day so i'll have to deal with it um and everyone will just go out i think sales start around then everybody decides that they want to go buy stuff that's cheaper so everybody just turns up yeah um but yeah december is just 
I, don't, I can't think of any pros for me for Christmas. I know you've got some with the lights and the sensory stuff and that yeah. kind of thing. But me personally, I can't think of anything that I would consider a pro of Christmas or something that I would say I enjoy, which is quite like, I know, like everyone's always just like the Scroogey humbug thing with me. But um, I just, yeah, it's just, it's it's too much. It's too much stress for for so little like payoff. And for me, there's no payoff. So like on Christmas Day, like I, I can't say that I suppose any people have that feeling of it was all worth it. Uh, and that's why they do it every year. But for me, I don't even get that. I just have the New Year's, you know, 2nd of January comes around and I just think, good, it's over for another 11 months, you know. I've got 11 months of trying to go back to normal. Um, but I can't think of it like any, like, benefit to it or anything that I would consider. Well, at least there's that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, even the, even the, like, I suppose, presence that I get out of it, um, like, it's nice, but... I, do you know what I mean? Like, I I do have this feeling of sometimes of, because um, I don't know how to react, you know? So, like, when people get me stuff, I know that they, people like to watch people open stuff and then for their reaction, you know, you always people say, like, oh, I got them it because, like, I want to see the smile on their face or the reaction to it, like, do you know what I mean? I'm a burger. So, like, my reaction to it is not one of anything, yeah. really. When I open anything, like, whether I like it or not, um, my reaction is the same and I find it really uncomfortable to then just go thank you um, I really wanted this like you know I find it hard to do those as well but I know that that's one of the reasons people that are neurotypical do presents at Christmas is because they're doing it to see like they like the they like giving people stuff they like seeing the reaction and they like seeing like how well they judged it or like what they've done and for me like my reaction is really uncomfortable I would personally like to take my presents into a different room and open them on my own, like not around people, and then come back in and go, yeah, they were all great, thank you. Um, but it's just that initial why you're opening them. And like I get nervous when people open like stuff I've bought them in front of me as well. I'd rather they did it somewhere else. Like, for example, uh, and that's for like birthdays as well, I got somebody a birthday present recently and they were like going to open it in front of me and I was just like, no, 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 take it home with you then open it and then text me <laughs> like if you need to say thanks or if you like it or not send me a message equally if you don't send me a message then that's fine but I, I can't watch people open stuff that I got them um you know like and I spend all my time after going did you like it did you because I think like I know this person I can usually tell if they're like telling the truth or lying or what their normal reactions are so I keep repeating the question just to reassure myself that I did all right but then I don't want people watching me open stuff either because I know there's like a uh, etiquette to it and I'm supposed to do certain things about it after, you know, I'm supposed to behave a certain way after I've opened something from someone. So yeah, I, uh, I get weird around that whole aspect of it as well. So, uh, yeah, for me, I, I can't think of any like pros about Christmas. I just know that it'll, it'll be coming no matter what I do, uh, or no matter what happens, I've, uh, I've just got to like, you know, power through it <laughs> get it over with well <laughs> <laughs> that's the uh the views on christmas i suppose yeah uh i i don't know like i've, I've, I've gone on like social media and i've looked at other people i would say the majority of people on the spectrum i i'm i find it hard to find anybody that's like looking forward to it 
or is going to enjoy it or like that. It just seems like a lot of people, and I mean a lot of people that I've seen, just hate it. Uh, just don't want it to be a thing. Um, they find it too stressful, I guess, like if they're doing autism hours and that kind of thing, maybe someone should try and figure out like a autism-friendly Christmas. Yeah. I think you're one of the only people on the spectrum that I've come across that actually likes parts of it. Um, and actually, I would say you probably like more of it than you don't like about it. You get, like, really excited by everything. Yeah. Um, but I would say that's unique to yeah. you. Yeah, I'm a very excitable person. You can I can get excited over <laughs> the, the, the smallest of things. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I would say that... I mean, you can have a look yourself, but if you go on like Twitter, Facebook and that kind of thing and follow Asperger, Asperger groups about Christmas, I would say the majority of people on the spectrum don't like it. Yeah. Um, I actually don't don't think I can think of anything. And anyone that really likes Christmas, I would say that I normally just assume they must be NT. So if I meet anyone and I've just met them and they go about how excited and how much they like Christmas, I think even though I try and do the weighing up are they aren't they kind of thing I think if somebody says that normally to me I just sort of go they must be NT then um, it's it's a trait that I don't consider in people on the spectrum is to be somebody that likes Christmas uh, like I say if anybody that's listening to this follows anything on social media which I'm sure you do you'll find them with like consensus from most people on the spectrum is they don't like this time of year it, it's too it has too much of an impact on their like day to day, and I suppose it's because we like the same thing day in day out. We like to stick to the same routines and the same everything. And Christmas changes everything. It changes like how everything works. It changes like even stuff like what's on telly, you know. Yeah. Um, it changes like themes of everything. All adverts change. Like everything changes. Like all shops look different inside. All like houses look different. Everybody's behaving differently everything that you're used to and everything you put in place that's your like rigid like anchor points to make you you know be able to get through your day and day is just gone for a whole month everything alters everything looks different everybody acts different it's just it's really disorientated and it's the only time of the year that it happens that because obviously you've got things like easter halloween that kind of thing but they don't change everything like this does like Halloween this year, I could barely tell it was Halloween. Um, yeah. But like Christmas, just it is for a soul, like whole month. It just, and sometimes like it's like mid November, it starts. Everything's just different for a big amount of time. And like you have to try and adjust to everything. You have to try and change your routines to cope with it. Like when I go out, when I'm going to go do my shopping, when I'm going to go interact, I pick different times because I think like maybe it'll be less busy now. Um, so you have to change your routine for a month and then you get used to the Christmas routine a little bit and then it goes back again to normal and you're just like, oh no, like, what am I going to, ugh, I've got to go back <laughs> to doing everything the way I wanted to do it, you know, the way I was before. So it's just, it's just massively like disorientating and, uh, yeah, it can be quite stressful. Like I am on edge constantly this time of year, like I am at the moment. Like so now I've got to go out at some point today. Now I've got to go do stuff. Even my job seems like completely different. It seems like I'm doing a different job for a month. Uh, you know. Yeah. I can't do what I normally do. Um so yeah, it's uh it's one of those things. I 
genuinely have nothing in the ways of coping mechanisms for this other than my coping mechanism is it will end at some point yeah that's my coping mechanism is is to keep reminding myself this is not permanently how everything is now uh, and eventually it will go back to normal yeah uh, but whereas you you just love all the christmas stuff love it i love the lights the music there's loads of things i hate about it. advent but, yeah. calendars oh uh, yeah, yeah christmas yeah. specials of stuff oh bring it on yeah okay uh yeah that's it uh for this week uh nothing else to mention that i can think of uh next week we are gonna do i don't know what we're gonna do uh, i think we're gonna do the how Esper just changes with oh, age yeah. i think is the next topic possibly I've written some more down, some other people on our pages on Facebook, so at them Asperger's on Facebook, and in our group that's also on the page that everyone is welcome to join. Um, I know that people have been suggesting stuff there, and I think I've added some of those suggestions to the loose list I have of stuff we're going to do. Yes. So we'll probably cover some of that at some point as well, but next week I think it is the ageing... Yeah, autism changing with age, um, unless something that I actually fancy a bit more comes up. Anything else you want to mention? Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks again for everybody that's listening. Uh, It seems to be growing at a steady pace, which I like. I like that we're still having as much um, lessons as we normally do. I do worry that we dip sometimes or that... uh, I do an episode and I think, oh, was that a good episode? I'm not sure. But then, you know, everybody sort of tells us that they enjoyed it. So that's nice. Thank you so much. Bye.